It's time for another hour of community-based programming. You're listening to 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. This is Bill Munhausen with a key opinion. The subject for today is housing and real estate, something that got on my radar during some recent campaign debates. The universal sentiment seems to be that the cost of real estate and rent is out of control and that government ought to do something about it. Even conservative candidates recommended such things as elected officials spearheading a task force, including builders, financiers, and civic leaders to determine how to produce affordable housing. What nonsense! Government won't solve the affordable housing problem because government caused it. The immediate problem is inflation and supply shortages, both caused by foolish federal policies. Inflation is causing prices of everything to increase, while business restricts the only expense they can control, employee pay. As a result, the salaries of normal working people lag behind the increasing cost of existing houses and rents and the increasing cost of building new housing. That means working people are finding it increasingly difficult to live here, and the economy of Lake of the Ozarks depends heavily on service workers. I read a post on social media blaming the high price of homes on greedy property owners trying to cash in on the home-buying frenzy. There's some truth to that. But really, homeowners are victims also. If you own a home and want to move, you need to sell your old home for market value in order to afford the new one. It's not so much greed as it is financial survival. The high cost of rental is also caused by economics because the owner of rental property is weighing two choices. Do they make a financial killing by selling at the new prices? Or do they raise the rent in order to justify keeping the property as a rental? The home buying situation is personal for me. A few years ago, my wife and I moved into an apartment at Key Gathering Place so we could manage the day-to-day activities. Now that our board has decided to sell the property, we're thrust back into this crazy housing market. Thanks to a couple of unintended investments through the grace of God, we are in a good financial position. But money isn't everything. Availability becomes the next factor. It seems that everyone wants to move to Lake of the Ozarks, and they're willing to pay whatever it takes and secure a contract the same day a house is listed. Since there are no houses available, at least for any length of time so you can look at them, existing homeowners hesitate to list their homes because they may not be able to buy another one. So there are few houses on the market. What's the solution to affordable housing? It's certainly not government. In fact, I recommend that government officials consider relaxing regulations. Mobile homes have always been an affordable solution, but they are virtually banned in municipalities and private subdivisions where the people in charge fear that mobile homes will detract from appearance and property values. I sympathize with those fears, but blanket rulemaking also prohibits manufactured homes in neighborhoods where they would fit in quite nicely. We owned such a home in downtown Lynn Creek, and it was one of the nicest homes in our neighborhood. Unfortunately, most towns forbid them. The truth is that Americans are ambivalent about affordable housing because most of us have used our investment in a home to get ahead financially. 
We need real estate values to rise so we can cash out and buy something nicer. The problem is we are about to cut out first-time homeowners by not providing entry-level homes. Home builders can't be expected to build cheap homes because their livelihood depends on the higher profit margin of more expensive homes. That means government has to stop prohibiting cheaper alternatives like mobiles and tiny homes. America's real estate market needs those first-time homeowners, and factory-built homes are a solution. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It's game two for the Blues and Avalanche tonight in their second-round playoff series. Colorado won the opener, and the Blues looking to bounce back tonight. Games three and four will be in St. Louis on Saturday and Monday. Game five goes back to Colorado next Wednesday. So it's back on the ice for the Blues tonight. As for college baseball, it's the last weekend of the regular season for Mizzou and MSU. Mizzou with a three-game series at Georgia, and then they go into the SEC tournament next week. The MSU Bears, 24-24 and 24 on the season. They finish out the regular season at Bradley, and then they play the Valley Conference Tournament next weekend. The big boys, Cardinals, busy in New York against the Mets today. Royals, busy at home against the White Sox today. NASCAR weekend ahead. They will be in Texas with a big all-star race. Kurt Busch picked up the win at Kansas uh, yesterday. And remember, horse racing's triple crown, the second leg, goes this Saturday. It was Rich Strike winning the Kentucky Derby a couple of weeks ago with those 80-to-1 odds. Remember, he came back down the stretch and pulled out the huge upset win. So uh, this Saturday, it's the second leg of the Triple Crown, and then uh, that's the Preakness this weekend. Then the Belmont will go June 11th. And the Chiefs, they've got some off-season workouts coming up, May 25th and 26th. As Believe it or not, they start working for the season ahead already. Hey, you got to check out KB. On TV, it's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And if you haven't checked out Lake TV on Facebook, you got to do that. With over 40,000 Facebook followers, Lake TV is something to see on Facebook. Got to check it out. You can check out Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday.
If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, contact us right here at 89.3 The Key. Hey, it's 808. Good morning, and thank you so much for making us a part of your day. It is The Daily Show. And here in beautiful downtown Osage Beach, we are at 67 degrees, broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. And loving every minute of it. 84 for the high today. Some uh, potential for severe thunderstorms. They're talking thunderstorms likely today. That's just uh, weird because this forecast changes each and every day. But what do you expect? You live here in the state of Missouri, now don't you? 84 for the high. Clear to partly cloudy tonight. A low of 73. Looks like uh, we'll get up to close to 90 degrees tomorrow. They're saying 89 for Friday with a partly cloudy sky and a low of 61. Thunderstorms and 71 on Saturday with a low of 48. 66 now the expected high on Sunday with a mostly cloudy sky. Cloudy and 68 on Monday. Showers possible in 66 on Tuesday. Showers in the forecast for Wednesday with a high of about 71 degrees. And again, as we look ahead to Memorial Day weekend at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks, It is uh, shaping up nicely, Uh, low to mid to upper 80s possible through the period. And it doesn't look at this point like we're going to be talking too much about the R word, but we won't jinx it, right? 809, 67 degrees. Let's take a look at what's happening out there at Bagnell Dam this morning. Lake level at 658.81, river level at 566.92. And uh, some pretty heavy uh, generation going on, discharge as they call it. Generation, discharge, you know, doing what they can do to make room for, I guess, more rain that is headed in our uh, general direction. Hope the rain holds off long enough for, uh, long enough rather for us to uh, get out to uh, the Swinging Bridge there in Brumley. Uh, we're going to be doing a feature on Lake TV. Myself, Bill Mulder, it's called On the Trail, and we're going to be featuring the Swinging Bridge in Brumley, the historic Swinging Bridge built back there in 1931. We're going to do a little history on it. Then I've reached out to the folks with the Save the Historic uh, Swinging Bridge in Brumley. And uh, we're going to kind of get them on to uh, talk about what it is they're trying to do in order to keep that uh, particular facility up and running. And maybe uh, get it open again here sometime in the near future. One of the many things going on around the Lake of the Ozarks as we are getting close to the uh, busy, 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 busy Uh, holiday weekend, if you want to call it that. Some people don't consider it a holiday. They look at it more for the seriousness of the situation and what Memorial Day is really all about. But there are folks, uh, and of course, we're going to see a lot of them down here at the Lake of the Ozarks, hanging out, having a good time, and enjoying what we have to offer. 8.11 is our time, and she's in studio with me this morning, the official uh, community events coordinator, director of... uh, I I know. I feel like I'm... The seat, the chair won't stay up. In I got the you. No, bar. I got you. I got you. I got yeah, you. So I'm like down here. Like, I'm just glad you're here with us today. So, well, thank you. Uh, Mindy Sales uh, joining us, as I said, our community events uh, director, coordinator of Key Radio, and in particular, The Daily Show. We bring Mindy in once a week to get caught up on things going on around the area. And certainly uh, for Thoughtful Thursday, if there are folks out there that are doing good things, make Mindy aware of it. She'll seek them out, and uh, we'll talk about them right here on The Daily Show. On, uh, on Key Radio. Went to see the Smashing Pumpkins last night. Oh, how was it? Uh, it was a great show. Was it? Uh-huh. I'm not a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. My wife wanted to go, so we uh, thank you, William Holtz, 
got some tickets and uh, some pit passes. We were down in the pit. Oh, that's my, I love that. I, you know what, anymore, um, I'm not fighting somebody for a guitar pick. Uh, and you know, if I want to go down and maybe we, we got a few pictures of the, of the band uh-huh. up close. And then my wife said, it's a little, a little stuffy. So we, uh, we had seats, uh, two rows from the stage, but we ended up going back and, and that area right there where that uh, walkway is, it splits the two sections. Yeah. We were right there in that last row of the first section. We saw some friends of ours and there were some seats open. So we, Decided to hang out with them for a little while, Jr. and Vicky, and um, it was a nice time. And, and I, I, you know, maybe it's just because I'm getting older. I liked it back there. It had, had a nice breeze. I you respect see that. Thing going on. Uh, you, you, you know, you're not cramped in there like sardines. But the fact that they did what they did, and they set that pit up a few years ago. I thought that was such a great idea. And people love it. I mean, oh my if, gosh, I, if you I like it, if you love it, then do it. Well, and the thing that I do like about it, yes, it is a little bit, um, I mean, it is stuffier than a seat. But, you know, I mean, I remember going to the concerts concerts in the 80s, and you're literally, like, getting smushed. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like it's that way down there. I feel like no. they give a, they only allow so many pit passes, and I think it allows for everyone at least to have their own personal space. Yeah, you get your pit pass, you go in, you hang out. They've got plenty of folks around there watching, so if things get out of control, somebody can step in and, and calm everybody down. I'm waiting, though, for one of those concerts where it's really, really, really hot, and they bring out the hose and just hose everybody down. Have you ever been to one of those shows? I have not. Yeah. Wow. I've been to a couple of concerts where, you know, it's, just a, hose you down. it's in the middle of the day. It's on a weekend. It's like oh. a big festival. Oh, yes. And it's hot. And they just hose everybody down. It's it's pretty cool. If you've uh, if you've never experienced it, uh, you know, just try it at home first. You know? Right. Try the home version. Well, you know what we do at my house. What's that? We get into the horse water trough. Oh, that's what we do. What do the horses think about that? After they, they usually come the check it out, and they're fine. <laughs> Speaking of which, I was going to ask you about this. Yes. Because I know that you have plenty of animals at your home, and uh, how are the ticks this year? The ticks just seem to me like they are horrible. Well, you know, the horses have really been fine, but I do do a lot of treatments. Right. Because obviously between all the animals, there's a lot of poop, which re- attracts flies and all those sort of things. So I, I do treatments on my property, um, but I have, but I haven't noticed a huge thing. You know, it's really interesting because, you know, some people like attract ticks like crazy and they get, you know, I must be a, one, of are you one of those people because I heart, I'd never like, we'll, we'll go inside and Todd will, I'll find like four, you know, and right. or five, and I'm just like, I don't have anything. I don't know what the deal is. But um, it has not been horrible and I, um, this year, but um, I hate those little suckers. Well, here's the thing. You know, once you get a tick, then you feel something on your body. Oh, yeah. And then you're just going crazy. All the time. You know? It's like you're going nuts. And I did that yesterday. I found, you know, I, I take the dog for a walk, and we're walking around. The, there's a field over by the house, and and so we're walking through the field and everything, and you know you see a tick, and then you see another tick, and you see another <laughs> tick, and then it just, it just really freaks the daylights out of you. And and those ticks, I mean, there's a variety of different diseases, Lyme disease. Oh yeah. And then there's that disease where, uh, you can't eat uh, mammal meat. Yeah, red you meat. Can, you can eat chicken. You can eat fish. And I know some people that have that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's what Todd, but Todd doesn't eat red meat at all. Wow. And but he, you know what they say though is that you, ostrich is a red meat. Uh-huh. 
and they say that that is tastes just like beef and yeah they're then they sell ostrich at tom's it's supposed to be very good so if you miss that yeah out on a room yeah if you miss that that red meat um flavor and taste and stuff but yeah it is it's crazy i mean there's so many you know another friend of mine had a it really bad lyme's disease really bad yeah and so it is those little Buggers, It'll but. change your life. It certainly will. Oh, definitely. Hey, coming up on the program uh, next hour, Dan Ellison. Danny, the educated redneck Ellison, will join us at 910. Donna Swall with the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance will join me this morning at 940. And uh, as always, they've got a lot of events planned for the season. We'll find out uh, what's in Danny's craw this morning, doing a little ranting and raving. And, of course, with Mindy here, we get caught up in all the uh, various happenings around the lake. We are uh, closing in on uh, Memorial Day weekend at the lake. I don't know about you, but uh, we're getting the heck out of here. We're going to take some time off. Um, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to uh, punch in the launch code and then uh, hit, hit the button and go. I respect that. Um, I, you know, when I was, when you know, when I was a, you know, I don't, you know, a part-timer or whatever when i was little my parents we came down in the summer sure memorial day weekend was huge like yeah. we were at the on the water we were seeing fireworks mm-hmm. we you know we hit up restaurants just the whole nine yards and now that i live here it's so different because i'm like yeah i'm not gonna get on the water this weekend at all you know when i think about memorial day and stuff so it is interesting and i love everyone coming down but um i i yeah i get, you uh you know you, you live here for the first couple of years as a full-timer and then you get into all you still do all that stuff i mean oh i'm here at the lake now now i can right. i don't have to drive from wherever to get here i'm here so i'm going to take full advantage of the fact that i live here so for about the first three four five years that i lived here you know we would go do all of that stuff and it was fun it's it, it's a lot of fun but then of course you start to hear people say things like oh you know what weekend it is it might be <laughs> memorial day fourth of july labor day whatever and uh, you know the locals they do their grocery shopping, get it all oh done. Oh my gosh, true. And and you know you don't leave the house or leave the property or maybe you go somewhere to see fireworks or something like that. But yeah, it gets a little crazy. But you know all that crazy generates a lot of money for oh, the lake area. Agreed. And is you know I, I'm not condoning doing anything wrong or being stupid when you're out on the water because we've got plenty of people that we've had on to talk about that sort of thing. And hey, everybody, come down, enjoy the daylights out of the lake. We're glad you're here. But, uh, you know, be careful. Make sure you don't hurt yourself or someone else or worse. And uh, It's always the first couple of days after the fact when you start listening to local news to find out what happened. And with social media, I mean, we know about it as it's happening in some cases, if it's a boat fire or a boat wreck or a car wreck or something. So, folks, please come down. Take it easy. You know, back to what we were talking about with ticks. I don't know about you. And where when you grew up in Iowa, yes, and so I grew up in Missouri, out there in, uh, in North County, and so they had a thing. You mentioned treatments for ticks. Mm-hmm. Well, they used to drive by with a truck, oh, the, yes. the fogger. Yes, I do know what you're talking now, about. When you were little kids, did you run through that? The fog? No, we always did that. You ran through the fog. Always, I got yelled at all the time. No, nah, that's you know right. Well, that explains a lot. Any, I didn't have any mosquitoes on me. I didn't have any. I didn't go home with any mosquito bites that night. But we used to run through that, you know, when we were kids. That that explains a lot. And then, and then I think they put out some citywide ordinance in Florida, uh, Florissant. 
that if you do that, you know, we'll tell your parents or something like that. Oh, but, oh, which, oh. which, you know what? Just up the ante of us right. wanted to do it. Totally. Absolutely. You tell our parents, you got to catch me first. <laughs> right. Totally. That's just like, yeah. That's like just egging it on. Oh, man. I love it. I sure do. So uh, what's on the social calendar there, Mindy Sales? Oh, my gosh. So we've got lots going on, obviously, because, um, you know, Memorial Day is coming up. So that's really a, obviously a big deal around here. Um, so there are there was. Oh, so. Uh, sorry. Um, so. The, OK, let me start over. Trivia night. <laughs> so I don't know if anybody has ever been to a trivia night for they have them all over the play, all over the area for all sorts of different reasons for um fundraisers for different organizations but they're doing one at the uh, museum at the lynn well i think it's called the camden county museum in lynn creek yeah Yeah, on may 21st and uh it's a great it's a fun time and it supports the camden county historical society and the little museum and if you haven't been there it's such a great little facility it used to be the school down there which i love because when i talk to different people uh you know my friends my age they went to school there and so there's it's just little tiny school it's so cute um but they've made it into this um museum and it is it is fabulous it is full of it's like having bill Mulder, but with a lot of photographs and actual articles you know it's like, it's like so much it's like having bill Mulder, but not having to hear him talk the, there <laughs> okay yeah i better be okay. careful yeah i like, are supposed to go out today to Film our segment uh, for Lake TV over there at the Swinging Bridge. Yes, that's a, yeah, it's a great reason to film too because that's a those are great stories. So, uh, but anyway, Trevi and I, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you can hit that up, uh, the Kenman County Museum again, May twenty first is the night for that. So, and let's see, oh, I just think it. Oh, let me see here. I was going to starts at seven. Uh, so the uh, then the other thing that's interesting is okay. So I haven't been to this, but. I actually kind of thought about it. Mm-hmm. The water safety seminar. So this is what they, it's put on every year, May 21st Sunday right. at Margaritaville. And I just think it's has life jacket safety, boating safe, safety, all sorts of resources available. It's a really awesome program. And I think with so many people being here and uh, there's also always updates and laws and uh, things like that. I think it's a great thing to do. So if you're available on uh, May 21st at Margaritaville, I think it's a, a well worthy cause to go to go in, and uh, hear all about that. And um, you may see, you know, me there hanging out. You never know. Right. It's awesome. You should. I know. Well, you know, um, so well, another you know. place that I another I, I don't know if I'll go because I kind of sometimes embarrass myself, but there's a 90s dance party at uh, the regalia on May 27th. Dude, that and sounds like fun. I know. I know. How much fun would that be? So it is at the Fool House at um, the uh, the regalia. And if you haven't been there, they sure have done a nice job of um, redecorating, kind of remodeling, cleaning it up. It looks really nice. And uh, who, who would want to dance to 90s, right? I mean, everybody hey man, should. Yeah, the, right? The 90s weren't too bad. No, the 80s were the best, but the 90s are a close second. I'm a little partial to 1995. It's when my son was born. Oh, okay. So what was popular in 1995 when your son was born? Um, let's see here. Okay, I'll tell you a story. So second, we had Caroline. Right. Uh, and uh, Caroline was our second. And Todd went out and bought the Neil Diamond CD, right? In those days. Sweet Caroline, right? Oh. Gotcha. 
over and over. And not that I still love so the song. Good. So good. Yes. So good. I mean, but for a week straight, that's all that he listened to. And when, you know, I couldn't, I wasn't driving at that time because I'd had C-sections. And so he, everywhere we go, we just over listen to Sweet Caroline over and over and over again. So good times. Do you want to hear a really bad joke? Mm, probably. You know, uh, <clears throat> you know the difference between uh, a child who was born, you know, the natural way and a child mm-hmm. who was born like through a C-section? Uh, a child born the natural way goes through the door. A child born from C-section goes through the window. But <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm good with that though. I was like, better not be anything insulting about C-sections. But no, that's oh. a great idea. Uh, that's a good one. I'm cool with that one. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just glad I remembered it. Well, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I remember the punchline. Uh-huh. So speaking of Memorial Day weekend coming up, um, we have got fireworks displays, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are just some great times. Um, I mean, my, I mean, every 4th of July, Memorial Day and Labor Day, we, we went out and watched the fireworks at Four Seasons because my family's place is at the 11 mile marker. So I uh, always did that. My dad would take us out. And now that I'm an adult, I should respect his ability to drive a boat because when you, when the fireworks stop, there are so many boats heading your, you know, heading out and it's crazy. And I don't know how many times when we've been out that we have seen boats without their lights on mm. in, a, in the area, you know, with all these other boats. And so God bless all you drivers that boat drivers that throw your kids and grandkids on a boat and go out there because it is it's a it's a skill to get home. So. Yes, it is. So anyway, we have um, we have uh, Bare Bottoms Resort in Sunrise Beach is going to be on May 28th and 29th at 945. Matt Sutcliffe, man. And he does it upright. I tell you what, that dude's awesome. He does. You are right. And Bare Bottoms is newer. I would say, you know, it's they haven't been doing it for thirty years, but they 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 really do put on a great show, and mm-hmm. and I love that place. Um, great place to go hang out too. So if you're looking for a place to hang out, I, Bare Bottoms is awesome for all ages because they've got everything for everybody. Margaritaville, of course, is going to have a display. Theirs is on May 29th. It begins at dusk, and mm-hmm. they are at the. 26 mile marker for those of you gotcha. on the water gotcha. and of course where i w- watched my childhood the lodge of the four seasons uh, may 29th and they begin at um dusk hey, also let me ask you a question yeah is it lodge of the four seasons or lodge of four seasons i think it's lodge of four seasons it is lodge is it of really? four is seasons it? i always you know i always say the like some people say bagnell dam other people say bagnell dam yes no you're right no it is i was just curious i didn't know the lodge of I, four seasons okay. Which, you know, I mean, but it's been a Just mainstay. No, you're right. And I, I, like I said, I've always said the, the in there, but That's it does okay. technically, I'm wrong. Well, as long as, you know, all they, all they really care about is people showing up and enjoying right. the fireworks. Absolutely. I mean, gosh, who wouldn't, um. I mean, it's just a great time. And like, there's also plenty of areas on land. If you are not on the water, there's plenty of areas on land that you can go and watch the fireworks without um, getting on the water. So don't feel like you're, um, you're left out there. Of course, one of my favorite events of the year are the Jacob Cave Swap Meets. So there's the one coming up June 2nd uh, through June 5th. Um, like I've said a million times, the people watching is phenomenal. You can get... Um, a duck, a gun, a funnel cake, um, 
um, Tupperware from the fifties. <laughs> uh, you can get anything you your heart desires. It is so awesome. Um, so the thing I love about um, now what I do is they're open Thursday night and Friday all day. So I go up Friday during the day before it gets really crazy. And the Thursday and Friday, you can bring your like vehicle. So if you've got like, I've seen everything, people riding lawnmowers through there. I mean, pulling a trailer with their grandkids in it and a bunch of stuff in the back. You just never know. I take my little golf cart over there and uh, go that way all the way through because I don't like, I mean, I don't miss one booth. I, I do not miss one um, area at all. So I take my golf cart and go and do that. Uh, and so it's a great, it's fun. It's really awesome. And I, I definitely uh, recommend going to, uh, going to see that because I mean, the people watching is glorious too. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Lake race 2022, that is June 2nd through June 4th, um, right down by, uh, the Bagnell dam. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's another really fun thing to watch. I think I, that I, that race to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, KB, but that race to me is kind of like, seems like more of like a a smaller, tighter-knit group of people that are doing that race. It's kind of more of a, I don't know how to describe it. Um, obviously, the shootout's amazing, and there's so much, but there's so much there. This one's kind of a little bit smaller, and um, it's just, it's a great race to watch. Uh, and, and then, are, are you guys broadcasting anything this year? Lake TV wise, do you know? Probably shootout. The shootout. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely highly. Uh, KRMS, uh, they cover Lake Race. And now that they have their own TV station, I'm uh, guessing you can probably watch it. News they TV. have, uh, what is it, Channel 32, 1 through 10, something like that. And they've got all different things on there, but, you know. And, wow. and, and for folks who go, now, why would you help them promote their event? Well, it's an event that benefits the community, so Amen. that's why we talk about it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, I, I will compliment you. You've been very, um, very, I don't know. Life goes on, man. You know what I'm saying? Adultish. Yeah. <laughs> Dealing with that. I So I appreciate I, I Life I goes on. And, so. and, 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 and I'll just say, there's no hard feelings. I mean, things just, just, things change, people change, things, you know, the tree buds and then blooms and then leaves and then the leaves fall and like it's just you know it, life goes on man and as long as everybody's happy and things are copacetic that's all that really matters i'll tell you what let me jump in here real quick with some you info betcha. and then we will uh, come back and talk more about uh, great events going on at the lake of the ozarks with our good friend miss mindy sales community events do you like is director or coordinator which Ooh. which one director i like director all right director of uh, key radio and in particular the Daily Show, back after this with uh, with Mo on 89.3, keyradio.live. And, of course, we've got free apps for your Android and or iPhone, depending on which you use. Maybe you have one of each. I don't know. <laughs> simply uh, simply type in uh, Key Radio, K-E-Y-K, on the, uh, what's it, the App Store or the Google Store, and you're good to go. This is Bill Munhausen with a key opinion. The subject for today is housing and real estate, something that got on my radar during some recent campaign debates. The universal sentiment seems to be that the cost of real estate and rent is out of control and that government ought to do something about it. 
Even conservative candidates recommended such things as elected officials spearheading a task force, including builders, financiers, and civic leaders to determine how to produce affordable housing. What nonsense! Government won't solve the affordable housing problem because government caused it. The immediate problem is inflation and supply shortages, both caused by foolish federal policies. Inflation is causing prices of everything to increase, while business restricts the only expense they can control, employee pay. As a result, the salaries of normal working people lag behind the increasing cost of existing houses and rents and the increasing cost of building new housing. That means working people are finding it increasingly difficult to live here, and the economy of Lake of the Ozarks depends heavily on service workers. I read a post on social media blaming the high price of homes on greedy property owners trying to cash in on the home buying frenzy. There's some truth to that, but really homeowners are victims also. If you own a home and want to move, you need to sell your old home for market value in order to afford the new one. It's not so much greed as it is financial survival. The high cost of rental is also caused by economics because the owner of rental property is weighing two choices. Do they make a financial killing by selling at the new prices, or do they raise the rent in order to justify keeping the property as a rental? The home buying situation is personal for me. A few years ago, my wife and I moved into an apartment at Key Gathering Place so we could manage the day-to-day -day activities. Now that our board has decided to sell the property, we're thrust back into this crazy housing market. Thanks to a couple of unintended investments through the grace of God, we are in a good financial position. But money isn't everything. Availability becomes the next factor. It seems that everyone wants to move to Lake of the Ozarks, and they're willing to pay whatever it takes and secure a contract the same day a house is listed. Since there are no houses available, at least for any length of time so you can look at them, existing homeowners hesitate to list their homes because they may not be able to buy another one. So there are few houses on the market. What's the solution to affordable housing? It's certainly not government. In fact, I recommend that government officials consider relaxing regulations. Mobile homes have always been an affordable solution, but they are virtually banned in municipalities and private subdivisions where the people in charge fear that mobile homes will detract from appearance and property values. I sympathize with those fears, but blanket rulemaking also prohibits manufactured homes in neighborhoods where they would fit in quite nicely. We own such a home in downtown Lynn Creek, and it was one of the nicest homes in our neighborhood. Unfortunately, most towns forbid them. The truth is that Americans are ambivalent about affordable housing because most of us have used our investment in a home to get ahead financially. We need real estate values to rise so we can cash out and buy something nicer. The problem is we are about to cut out first-time homeowners by not providing entry-level homes. Home builders can't be expected to build cheap homes because their livelihood depends on the higher profit margin of more expensive homes. That means government has to stop prohibiting cheaper alternatives like mobiles and tiny homes. America's real estate market needs those first-time homeowners, and factory-built homes are a solution.
I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It's game two for the Blues and Avalanche tonight in their second round playoff series. Colorado won the opener and the Blues looking to bounce back tonight. Games three and four will be in St. Louis on Saturday and Monday. Game five goes back to Colorado next Wednesday. So it's back on the ice for the Blues tonight. As for college baseball, it's the last weekend of the regular season for Mizzou and MSU. Mizzou with a three-game series at Georgia, and then they go into the SEC tournament next week. The MSU Bears, 24-24 and on the season. They finish out the regular season at Bradley, and then they play the Valley Conference Tournament next weekend. The big boys, Cardinals, busy in New York against the Mets today. Royals, busy at home against the White Sox today. NASCAR weekend ahead. They will be in Texas with a big all-star race. Kurt Busch picked up the win at Kansas uh, yesterday. And remember, horse racing's Triple Crown, the second leg, goes this Saturday. It was Rich Strike winning the Kentucky Derby a couple of weeks ago with those 80-to-1 odds. Remember, he came back down the stretch and pulled out the huge upset win. So uh, this Saturday, it's the second leg of the Triple Crown. And then uh, that's the Preakness this weekend. Then the Belmont will go June 11th. And the Chiefs, they've got some off-season workouts coming up May 25th and 26th as, believe it or not, they start working for the season ahead already. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV bringing you five local Lake Area shows. And if you haven't checked out Lake TV on Facebook, you got to do that. With over 40,000 Facebook followers, Lake TV is something to see on Facebook. Got to check it out. You can check out Lake TV on So uh, this Saturday, it's the second leg of the Triple Crown, and then uh, that's the Preakness this weekend. Then the Belmont will go June 11th. And the Chiefs, they've got some off-season workouts coming up May 25th and 26th. As Believe it or not, they start working for the season ahead already. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV bringing you five local Lake Area shows. And if you haven't checked out Lake TV on Facebook, you got to do that. With over 40,000 Facebook followers, Lake TV is something to see on Facebook. Got to check it out. You can check out Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Be a part of the solution. Join the lake's only community radio station. 89.3, The Key. It is 8.38. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on another beautiful day at the Lake of the Ozarks. And unfortunately, we're talking rain again. So I don't know about anybody else, man, but I got my grass cut, front yard, backyard on Monday, got it all taken care of, and then we had a little rain. What was it? Not last night, but the night before. And uh, had my little canal system going in the front yard. And I thought, uh, hey, that's great. That's wonderful. We are uh, up to about 70 degrees right now, 84 the expected high. And it does look as though that uh, we are going to 
have an opportunity to experience a little bit more of the wet stuff. They are talking some uh, showers and uh, maybe even some uh, thunderstorms moving through the area. So keep that in the back of your head while you're out doing what you're doing. Uh, 84 the high, 73 now the expected low with a partly cloudy sky, but some showers and thunderstorms possible, and the potential does exist for severe weather. 89 for the high tomorrow with a partly cloudy sky as we head into the weekend where we'll encounter some more precipitation on Saturday. Looks like thunderstorms in the forecast, a high of 70, a low 48. Sunday, cloudy, high 66, low 48. Cloudy on Monday with a high of 67. Showers on Tuesday with a high of 66. Morning showers in 71 on Wednesday. And then we'll start to see that temperature go back up. 78 on Thursday, Friday of next week, 82 the expected high, 83 on Saturday, 87 on Sunday, Memorial Day, 89 degrees. So not really that bad. I mean, it's just about that time where we uh, turn the corner and head into summer at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. And I'll tell you what, I honestly believe we've been more fortunate this year than we have in years past because of the, uh, you know, nicer weather that we've had. Sure, we've endured a lot of rain. And uh, your yard probably got away from you at one point. That's a. F- I think everybody's yard got away. <laughs> that's from what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean it rained and then it like barely dry up and then bam it rained again. Yeah. But I will definitely. I enjoy the cooler temps for a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, you're right. It has been uh, kind of nice actually. Makes walking the dog much more enjoyable when you don't break into a sweat as soon as you step out the door. Makes scoop and poop a lot better too. Scoop and poop. Yeah. And the other thing that bugs me that, uh, that you know, because why not discuss it? Sure. Uh, is uh, the thing I hate when it gets really warm first is that by August, the water temperature in the water is like 80 something and it's not refreshing. You get in there and you're like, wait, this is like a hot tub. I mean, it's not. So I always liked when it was cooler because then by August, it, the water isn't still like it's still refreshing. It beats a poke in the eye. Yes, right. Today is uh, National Barber Mental Health Awareness Day. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's time to reverse the roles and ask your barber how they are feeling. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, um, Lisa Putnam cuts yep. my hair yep. at the barber shop there in Camdenton. Yep. And uh, she does a great job, and she's been cutting my hair for a long time. Now, years ago, years ago, I used to go to T. Lafada's, Tracy Lafada, yes. cut my hair. Love Tracy. And it, that was just a chance encounter because I was actually going in to sell her radio. And she says, I'm not really interested, but would you like a haircut? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And and it was on from Tracy. there. And gosh, I think she cut my hair for, gosh, I don't know, like, it's got to be 20 years. Wow. Yeah. You know? And and you kind of develop that old married couple. Totally. Uh, that old married couple kind of feel. And, and it might be with your... Uh, your barber, your stylist, what, what do they call themselves uh, these days? What's the proper terminology? Barber's a barber, stylist. Yeah, stylist, I would. But now, like, if somebody does color, uh-huh. then they're only a color specialist. I see. And so they that's all they do is color. It's well, really fascinating. And that has really taken off because how many times have you gone out somewhere and seen somebody with blue hair? Yeah, that's coming out more and more. <laughs> yeah. My daughter, every time I see a picture of her, she's got a different hair color. Oh, you know, it's pink, yeah. it's blue, it's purple, whatever it is. But, you know, if that's your thing and you can afford it, good for you. National Devil's Food Cake Day. Now, there's a, a good day we're celebrating. <laughs> National May Ray Day. 
With a change in weather, check out how you can make the most of May. May, Ray Day, getting a little bit more sunshine and um, just enjoying life. And that's maybe that's something we need to celebrate at the Lake of the Ozarks. You, that's some interesting stuff you find there. I mean, truly. Uh, you know, it just it's it's out there. All you have to do is look for it. You know, it's there. All you have to do is is look for it and find it. One thing I did want to mention real quick, and then we're going to let Mindy get back to talking about events going on. My good friend, Miss Chrissy McCormick, she has started a a new. Fun thing to do here at the Lake of the Ozarks, Ozark Backwoods Tours. And they're going to be having their grand opening river experience on May 31st. That's Tuesday, by the way. Family-friendly, three-mile float, campfires, farmer's market, uh, giveaways, and so much more. And I'm really kind of bummed out because we're going to be gone when this is going on. It starts at 10 a.m. at Mother Nature's Riverfront Retreat. Now, I would say the easiest way to get there is uh, D Road in Camdenton to Tunnel Dam Road. Yep. That's yep. probably the easiest way to get there. I think you're right. And what they're going to do is they're going to have a raffle, right? So you can get uh, a raffle ticket, and that will be part of your entrance fee. And whoever wins the raffle is going to get an Ozark Backwoods Tour for 12 people. Wow. Yeah. So, and all the stuff I mentioned, that and more, uh, you can float, you, they'll have the campfires. You spend a day just enjoying, you know, the Lake of the Ozarks off the beaten path. Instead of going to the lake, you go to the river. I love that. Yeah. and I'm, That's exciting. And you learn about nature. You learn about the animals that are indigenous to the area. Some are, some aren't. Uh, we have what they call those evasive species. Invasive, I believe is the word. Invasive species. Uh, you can learn about, uh, you know, the venomous snakes, so you stay away from them. Uh, you learn about the plant life, uh, what you can eat and what not to eat, even though it looks good and pretty. It's right. probably not uh, good to put in your mouth. Right. Uh, That's but, a really, I really like this idea. Yeah, but uh, she is just, and Chrissy's kind of unique in that way that she looks for stuff off the beaten path. I love know? that. And so you get the whole, people can come down here and they can enjoy the entire experience of uh, maybe living more like a local, you know what I mean? Hiking yeah. and, and going out and uh, canoeing or kayaking or something like that. But, uh, again, that's going to be on Tuesday, May 31st at 10 a.m., the Ozark Backwoods Tours Summer Kickoff with their grand opening River Experience. May 31st is going to be a lot of fun at Mother Nature's Riverfront Retreat, and I highly recommend it. Uh, bring the whole family because it is, as it says right here in the ad, a family-friendly event. Well, I love that idea. And if you're an Airbnb or a VRBO person right. that has those, please throw that into your, um, you know, a lot of people have like a welcome book and it tells them ideas of things to do. So make sure you throw that in there because I think that's a great experience. It's something different. Uh, and um, that would be great for people coming to visit. So, yay. Well, and, and a lot of these local, uh, you know, our Chambers, CVB, Tri-County Lodging Association. If if you know any of these folks, tell them to reach out to Chrissy and get her on their radar so that when the folks are looking for fun stuff to do at the lake, yeah, you know what? There's all kinds of fun stuff to do. There are enough people that come down here to make everybody happy. You know, if you're uh, going to go tour a cave somewhere, if you're going to go to a uh, one of those putt-putt golf courses, the, the mm -hmm. family friendly stuff they do there you want to drive some go-karts and right. all of that but if you kind of want to see what goes on behind the scenes a little bit there you go 
I think that's a great idea. I love that idea. So what else have you got going on over there? Well, one thing I wanted to touch base about was that, the, okay, so there's a Lori Farmer's Market in Lori, Missouri on the, the west side. And I, um, it's a nice little one. It's not huge, but it's nice. They've got some, all sorts of different things available from food to plants to, but, um, and then there is this one person that makes these homemade pies. Oh, Lord. I mean, they're oh, Lord. phenomenal. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And they're usually gone pretty quick. But anyway, so they've been struggling with where they're going to have their farmer's market. There's um, been some issues. So they are at the Ozark Chapel um, United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of were didn't know what was going on there, I know there's been a little bit of things going on. Just want to make sure that you knew that it is there at the um, Ozark Chapel United Methodist Church. So please go and help them along. Of course, I believe... This weekend or last weekend, I think it's this weekend, is the start of the Camdenton uh, Farmer's Market right there on the square. Mm-hmm. That's always a fun one to go to. Um, great people. You see everybody. KB and I usually run into each other there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's a great place to go. And, of course, my favorite thing about all of this stuff is supporting local people. Again, you know, my my love is talking about and supporting and encouraging um, all the local people here that are kind and wonderful, but also the local businesses. So, um, yeah, so I'm just wanted to, uh, encourage people to go out to those things. Uh, it's, it, they all, all are a lot of fun. So I think that, you know, we know Willie Nelson's coming, going to be here on June 3rd. He's coming with his family, um, at the Ozark Amphitheater. So, um, that's, if that's, a a concert you've always wanted to see. Um, I, I recommend you go do that this year. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. And there's nothing like his voice. You know, there just isn't. So, um, let's Have you see. seen the uh, TV commercial that he does for Skechers? No. Yeah, he does a, a TV commercial now for Skechers. Did not know that. Yeah. It's, wow, it's kind of humorous. Oh, I'll have to, to go check it out. Yep, yep, yep. So the now for the shootout this year, they have the you know the treasure hunt and the float your boat that they always do, but mm-hmm. usually they do a lot closer to the um, actual shootout. But things are changing this year. They're going to do it on June fourth at Captain Ron's. So I get that, and I love that idea because you cram so much into about a week, and you know it, it's it's nice because it stretches the whole process out, and you're putting little reminders in everybody's brain about shootout, you know, in June and July. And then when it hits in August, man, you're good to go. I totally agree with you. And I and I do like spreading it out because there is, it, it was, it's very crammed in there because, you know, at the beginning it was just races and then now it's been golf tournaments and then there's, you know, um, the something going on at the trap shooters and there's just all sorts of different events. And, and that's going to be really cool. You should see what it is that they're going to be raffling off out there at the trap shooters at the MTA gun club. Uh, I'm telling you soon to be the world's largest gun club. Uh, I, I, I'll be interested to see. Remember during COVID, you know, there, the, the national one came over because Illinois wouldn't let them have it. And I think that the national, um, trap shooting is seriously considering, well, I know they are the, the, to move it all here to the lake. Wow. That would be huge. That'd be huge. So, um, Excuse me. Um, The other thing, another thing I love, I really need to get my German Shepherd to do this because she would be so good, is the canine cannonball. Yeah. I mean, it is so much fun to watch. I don't know why it is. I don't know what it is, but it is a blast. Speaking of canines, Mm -hmm. excuse me. 
So that is June 10th through June 12th uh, at Dog Days Bar and Grill. And uh, if you haven't been, you must. It is so much fun. And uh, like I said, there's a million different dogs for a million different reasons. So definitely go check that out. And then you can just sit there and hang out at the pool, too. So that's not a bad deal. Hot Summer Nights. You know, do you know anything about Hot Summer Nights, KB? I think he knows a little bit about Hot Summer Nights. So that's always amazing um, if you get down there. there's um, The car show is June 10th. Um, at Bagnell Dam, and I love that they have uh, <clears throat> they have new themes. They've got some uh, new themes because they're trying to bring in some different vehicles. So the first one was uh, 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 saluting road racing. Wow, love that! And that was in uh, in was honor it? of Ozarks International Raceway over <gasps> in Grandboy Mill. Oh, I know! I'm so excited about yeah, that, yeah, buddy. I know, so excited about that. Like I said, we talked about last week. You know, they do have. If you're on Facebook, uh, the the Speedway does have um, oh all sorts of videos of them practice racing, and it is so cool. It's so cool. To watch. Practice racing, not only practice racing, but people that would like to learn more about road racing can go over there. As a matter of fact, Christopher Cass uh-huh. is going to be over there. I don't know, either sometime this week or next week, and he's taking his new Corvette. Well, uh, when I say new, it's new to him, but it's a beautiful car, and uh, he's going to take it out and uh, possibly do a little road racing. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'll have to look at their schedule, but I think it's Sunday, so. Wow. Maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday, sometime it, this weekend, yeah. It is amazing. It's really neat. I mean, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're just driving down 135, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, bam, there is this amazing yep. facility. So definitely want to support it. Of course, they're trying to do the world record largest boat parade attempt again. This They attempted to try this last year. We're several hundred short, so they're going to do this again. Um, that's a June 11th. Um, everything starts at the Grand Glaze Bridge. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in that, please register your vehicle. It must be registered beforehand to count. So make sure that that, uh, that you get in there. So um, there was just something you were talking about that I wanted to expand on, but I can't remember what it was because I'm old. Like I said, I'm trying to remember, and I drove by it. I drove, drove by there last night on the way to uh, see the Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Um they had a truck parked in uh, the parking lot at RJ's with the Kiwanis spaghetti dinner on it. And, yeah. and I didn't see the date, and I'm trying to remember that real quick. And I was looking for it, and I couldn't find it. So if there are any of you out there who are members of the Ozark Coast Kiwanis, give us a yell here at the uh, Redidio station, 573 633 95-573-633-5395. And uh, we'd like to know a little bit more about uh, what's going on there. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I don't see anything. I can't see anything online either about it. So, yeah, that's definitely something, you know, you always want to support them. They do a lot of great things for this community. They give out a lot of money. Uh, so, yeah, definitely encourage that. Hold on. Look off. <clears throat> Excuse me there, friends. Little cough. Little something-something going on here, and I'm not going to acknowledge that anything unhealthy is happening so i'm not going to acknowledge a sore throat any coughing none of that because do you have a sore throat no i really don't well I, is it I, allergies i don't know i've never had allergies in my life but you want to know what faith my youngest is 16 woke up a couple days ago wasn't feeling good mm. so we thought it was her allergies took her to urgent care yesterday because she just did not feel good she has mono i know poor little baby i uh i don't even want to know the story behind that oh no we don't know Mono, when, when when we were in high school and somebody said, well, so-and-so is not uh, going to be here today or tomorrow, they got mono. Right. The it's kissing. Like, yes. 
yes, the kissing disease. Yes, it is. But you that know. and a big fat hickey on their neck. Well, I <laughs> just to um, defend my daughter, whatever he's saying is not referring to my daughter. No, we're not referring to her. <laughs> we're not referring to her at all. But it's so but true. It, it does bring back memories. It sure does. Oh, it definitely does. So um, those are a lot of events that are going on around the community right now. Uh, I don't want to go too much farther than yeah. mid-June because uh, there's so much going on. So I want to focus on things that are going on around here. So we'll keep you posted is what she's saying. Yeah. There's, keep there's, listening. There's tons more going on. Yeah. Lots of great things. So definitely want to encourage you. I saw this this morning, and uh, it's 8.55, by the way. Oh, and uh, Already? Yeah. The hour flies by when you're having fun, right? Right. Uh, a Missouri bill prevents doctors being disciplined if they prescribe ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Love that. And uh, Missouri lawmakers passed legislation that prevents state licensing boards from disciplining doctors who prescribe ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. This is from uh, the EpicTimes.com, and it is dated uh, yesterday, May the 18th. Sponsored by Representative uh, Brenda K. Shields, a Republican, HB 2149 also bars pharmacists from questioning doctors or disputing patients regarding the usage of such drugs with a a convincing 130 to 4 vote in the House. HB 2149 passed both chambers on May 12th and currently heads to the office of Governor Mike Parson to be potentially signed into law. Well, when it passes that heavily, right. I would think he'd be all over it. Right. Uh, the board shall not deny, revoke, or suspend, or otherwise take any disciplinary action against a certificate of registration or authority permit or license required by this chapter or any person due to the lawful, lawful, dispense, uh, dispensing, distributing, or selling of ivermectin tablets or hydroxy. Uh, hydroxychloroquine sulfate tablets for human use in accordance with prescriber directions, reads the draft of the bill. Um, spell hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, no. Oh, use it in a sentence? <laughs> right, yes, exactly. I took hydroxychloroquine because my doctor said I could, and I didn't have to do anything like, you know, Yeah. some of the other Jump stuff that's going hoops. on. Yeah. Well, speaking of, <clears throat> excuse me, those two drugs and and healthcare in general, I want to throw out for people listening um, about the Lighthouse Convenience Clinic. I don't know if um, yes anybody if you're nice segue beautiful. Thank you. I'm just here to help. It is the it is an amazing amazing facility that's um, started by Dr. Steve Martin. He used to be an ER doc at Lake Regional, and then he was over at St. Mary's Urgent Care, uh-huh. and he now has opened up his own clinic along with his light wife Laura. They're the most amazing people and giving. They're 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 so philanthropic just in what they do in their life but this convenience clinic is amazing because it does it does not take insurance so for example if you need to go get an x-ray it's fifty dollars that's it fifty dollars not charging you 300 and something your insurance is going to take up and you still have this no it's just 50 bucks it's absolutely amazing they have got um all they have x-rays they've got blood work they um i mean if you have like a skin tear and need to go in and have it looked at 20 dollars. i mean come on you know i mean it's amazing facility a skin tear yeah, yeah you know you have something um uh, i got you no i got you go i ahead. mean they're just they're it, what they're doing is absolutely amazing their blood draws are ten dollars mm-hmm. plus the cost of the lab work um sports physical or 20 um just um oh the, my favorite fish hook removal 
Ah. 25 bucks. So anyway, push I... Push it through, I, cut off the bar, pull it back out, and put some WD-40 on it. Right. Well, that's the Missouri way. Um, <laughs> there are... Um, there's pregnancy tests are five bucks. Glucose tests are five bucks. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, they have meds for under five dollars. Uh-huh. Your normal, you know, back to all your normal... Um, Oh, antibiotics. So anyway, the Lighthouse Convenience Clinic, um, please support them because what they're doing for this community is absolutely amazing. And we're so blessed to have them. And I'm going to re- tell you this address so that you all know. They're located right there on the square next to the courthouse. Yes. In Camdenton. 145 West U.S. Highway 54. It's the building that always has those bubble windows. Mm-hmm. If you're driving by and notice, if you if that may help people recognize where it is, but the bubble window place, yeah. So definitely next to the barbershop. Yes, the next barbershop to the old post go, office, right? That's next now storage. To the, uh, next to the jail, next right. to the courthouse, right? And uh, the new courthouse, and then next to the old courthouse, right? So, so it's um, it's a great facility. Like I said, the prices are unbelievable, and not only that, they're the kindest people. So uh, if you've been online and reading the reviews, they're absolutely fantabulous, and just want to encourage them because they're they're a local person. You know, they're local people here doing great things for our community. So check them out. Mindy Sales, she is the community events director here at Key Radio, and we're happy to have her in on this Thursday morning to get us updated with what's going on around the area. Thank you. My pleasure. We will uh, take care of some business, get you some information. Uh, Unfortunately, no news this morning from the folks at Lake Expo, so uh, I wanted to uh, stick in this op-ed from Bill Munhausen. Maybe you heard it at the top top and bottom of last hour, and uh, you're going to hear it at the top and bottom of this hour, and then we're going to get to Danny Ellison and also talk to Donna Swall from the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance. It is all coming up on Key Radio. It's time for another hour of community-based programming. You're listening to 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. This is Bill Munhausen with a key opinion. The subject for today is housing and real estate. Something that got on my radar during some recent campaign debates. The universal sentiment seems to be that the cost of real estate and rent is out of control and that government ought to do something about it. Even conservative candidates recommended such things as elected officials spearheading a task force, including builders, financiers, and civic leaders to determine how to produce affordable housing. What nonsense! Government won't solve the affordable housing problem because government caused it. The immediate problem is inflation and supply shortages, both caused by foolish federal policies. Inflation is causing prices of everything to increase, while business restricts the only expense they can control, employee pay. As a result, the salaries of normal working people lag behind the increasing cost of existing houses and rents, and the increasing cost of building new housing. That means working people are finding it increasingly difficult to live here, and the economy of Lake of the Ozarks depends heavily on service workers. I read a post on social media blaming the high price of homes on greedy property owners trying to cash in on the home-buying frenzy. There's some truth to that, but really homeowners are victims also. If you own a home and want to move, You need to sell your old home for market value in order to afford the new one. It's not so much greed as it is financial survival. 
The high cost of rental is also caused by economics because the owner of rental property is weighing two choices. Do they make a financial killing by selling at the new prices? Or do they raise the rent in order to justify keeping the property as a rental? The home buying situation is personal for me. A few years ago, my wife and I moved into an apartment at Key Gathering Place so we could manage the day-to-day -day activities. Now that our board has decided to sell the property, we're thrust back into this crazy housing market. Thanks to a couple of unintended investments through the grace of God, we are in a good financial position. But money isn't everything. Availability becomes the next factor. It seems that everyone wants to move to Lake of the Ozarks, and they're willing to pay whatever it takes and secure a contract the same day a house is listed. Since there are no houses available, at least for any length of time so you can look at them, existing homeowners hesitate to list their homes because they may not be able to buy another one. So there are few houses on the market. What's the solution to affordable housing? It's certainly not government. In fact, I recommend that government officials consider relaxing regulations. Mobile homes have always been an affordable solution, but they are virtually banned in municipalities and private subdivisions where the people in charge fear that mobile homes will detract from appearance and property values. I sympathize with those fears, but blanket rulemaking also prohibits manufactured homes in neighborhoods where they would fit in quite nicely. We own such a home in downtown Lynn Creek, and it was one of the nicest homes in our neighborhood. Unfortunately, most towns forbid them. The truth is that Americans are ambivalent about affordable housing because most of us have used our investment in a home to get ahead financially. We need real estate values to rise so we can cash out and buy something nicer. The problem is we are about to cut out first-time homeowners by not providing entry-level homes. Home builders can't be expected to build cheap homes because their livelihood depends on the higher profit margin of more expensive homes. That means government has to stop prohibiting cheaper alternatives like mobiles and tiny homes. America's real estate market needs those first-time homeowners, and factory-built homes are a solution. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It's game two for the Blues and Avalanche tonight in their second-round playoff series. Colorado won the opener, and the Blues looking to bounce back tonight. Games three and four will be in St. Louis on Saturday and Monday. Game five goes back to Colorado next Wednesday, so it's back on the ice for the Blues tonight. As for college baseball, it's the last weekend of the regular season for Mizzou and MSU. Mizzou with a three-game series at Georgia, and then they go into the SEC tournament next week. The MSU Bears, 24-24 and 24 on the season. They finish out the regular season at Bradley, and then they play the Valley Conference Tournament next weekend. The big boys, Cardinals, busy in New York against the Mets today. Royals busy at home against the White Sox today. NASCAR weekend ahead. They will be in Texas with a big all-star race. Kurt Busch picked up the win at Kansas uh, yesterday. And remember, horse racing's triple crown, the second leg, goes this Saturday. It was Rich Strike winning the Kentucky Derby a couple of weeks ago with those 80-1 to odds. Remember, he came back down the stretch and pulled out the huge 
huge upset win. So uh, this Saturday, it's the second leg of the Triple Crown, and then uh, that's the Preakness this weekend. Then the Belmont will go June 11th. And the Chiefs, they've got some off-season workouts coming up, May 25th and 26th. As Believe it or not, they start working for the season ahead already. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And if you haven't checked out Lake TV on Facebook, you got to do that. With over 40,000 Facebook followers, Lake TV is something to see on Facebook. Got to check it out. You can check out Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, contact us right here at 89.3, The Key. It is 9.08. We need to uh, get down to some serious business as we begin the second hour of the Daily Show. Uh, A severe thunderstorm warning is now in effect for, it looks like, Camden County until about 9.45 uh, this morning. And uh, I came in this morning. Everything was, uh, was a little cloudy. But uh, I'll tell you that um, it wasn't looking at all like it looks now. I have no windows in the studio. So we, uh, we walked outside and uh, saw all the clouds moving through. And it's uh, probably a good idea for you to take shelter into place or per instructions. The affected area, again, is Camden County. A severe thunderstorm warning has been issued by the National Weather Service. Severe thunderstorm warning for, it says, uh, western Marys County in central Missouri, southern Miller County in central Missouri, central Laclede County in southwestern Missouri, Pulaski County in central Missouri, eastern Camden County in central Missouri. And uh, we've been uh, tracking this uh, storm on the Doppler weather radar. And the leading edge of this storm that is basically where we are right now here in Osage Beach is uh, producing uh, some pretty interesting weather. 60-mile-per-hour wind gusts, quarter-size hail. Uh, of course, uh, impact uh, impact damage here. They're talking about the impact of the damage that we've got going on. Uh, so do, again, take the proper precautions. We have a severe thunderstorm warning in effect until 945. 
for, again, Western Marys County, Southern Miller County, Central Laclede County, Pulaski County, and Eastern Camden County. Again, that is until 945, and uh, we'll kind of keep an eye on things here. As I said, I was watching the radar, and the radar uh, looked rather interesting, to say the least. But uh, like I said, I came in here this morning, and I didn't have any issues or any problems. But uh, then, next thing you know, you turn around, and uh, <laughs> looks like all hell is breaking loose uh, outside. Looks like the uh, second coming, the apocalypse, if you will. It is uh, 9-11, and I do believe we have our good friend, Mr. Danny Ellison, on the line. Danny, are you with us this morning? I know he's there. Let's see. Let me try something here real quick. Let's try that and do that. Danny, can you hear me? Huh. I don't know why I can't hear him here this morning. Let's try this and maybe this and then this. Do this and that. And Danny Ellison, are you with us? Hold on just a second. These newfangled gadgets, by golly. It says he's there. He should be there. Hold on just a second. I'm going to try this one more time. Sometimes all it takes is a little love. I know we had the thing hooked up this morning. I check it every morning before we get in here. Danny, can you hear me now, buddy? How about now? There he is. Okay, I got you. I got you, man. Ah. <laughs> these confounded newfangled machines. Those gadgets. These darn kids and their gadgets. I don't know what to say anymore. You, you, you and your phone and stuff and all those things. You, you varmints. <laughs> well, if you hear us, if you hear us, uh, if we get cut off, it's because uh, Mother Nature is pounding on us outside. Apparently, uh, we're going to get some severe weather, or we have some severe weather moving through the area. So. If something happens, it's been nice working with you. Anyway, aside from all of that, <laughs> it's ranting and raving time. It's uh, it's uh, it's good cardio. It is uh, good for the vascular, for the veins and the arteries and everything for the brain. As he comes to us uh, from Virginia Beach, Virginia, to, to, to get it all off his chest, the one and only Danny Ellison. So how are you doing today and what's on your mind? Well, we are not in uh, Virginia Beach. We are in sunny Bradenton, Florida oh. at the present time. Uh, down here for the World Series uh, satellite at McCurdy's in uh, Cam uh, Sarasota. Gotcha. So we're down here in the big, the, what they call the circus town, because this town is very rich in circus history. And uh, a lot of the uh, winters, uh, circuses wintered down here in Florida with their animals. Well, that's uh, that's pretty cool, brother. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, they got a big, they got a lot of museums, circus museums, and things down here. It's a very cool little town. We uh, take Dillinger down to a dog beach where dogs are allowed to be free and swim, and we go swimming. Well, I tell you what, uh, don't don't tear up the uh, the town because we're gonna we're we're coming down there next week. We're gonna be uh, in Port St. Joe. Well, you should have come this week and we could have hung out. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, we could have hung out and not drove. <laughs> we could have sat and not drove anywhere because it only cost me about $3,000 to get him from Virginia. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, brother. It's, it's 914, so I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing a little something in your voice that, uh, that, that leads me to believe that you're ready to roll. So uh, we're going to turn you loose on him this morning, Danny. Well, it, it's really funny because Georgia is historically the lowest prices of gas when you travel. They were three ninety nine. Everybody else was four to four dollars and fifty four cents a gallon. And uh, I watched a video the other day of the new White House press secretary uh, talking to Peter Ducey, trying to explain that everything that's going on in the United States is Putin's fault and that it was Putin's price hike, it's Putin's inflation, it's Putin's fault. Now, last time I checked, we didn't elect Putin for president of the United <laughs> States. So, you know, I'm sure, I mean, we've gone commie, but we haven't gone that hey, far commie yet. Hey, though, at least Donald Trump <laughs> kind of feels a little relief for a change, right? <laughs> well, no, because they're still hounding him with that farce of a January 6th insurrection. It's funny how these people can be so blind and believe some of the idiotic things they believe. As a matter of fact, I saw somebody really poke a big hole in their uh, one of their beliefs. Um, they believe, you know, we, we've been told that everybody should just accept everybody for who they are. So they went up to these people and they said, so as long as there's two consenting adults, it's okay. Gay marriage is okay. Mm. Yep, gay marriage is okay. Uh, and, you know, then they go, well, what about incest? What? And they go, well, that's wrong. And they said, well, it's two consenting adults. They asked them, see, they, they, they took their little thing and they stuck a big poke in it. Mm -hmm. Because what they're saying is there's going to be, a, there has to be a line. Mm -hmm. We can't just go willy-nilly. There has to be lines. And we have crossed so many lines and we're okay with it. But now we're being told that not only do we have to okay with it, we have to participate in it. And we have to watch what they get a, a kid who's been put in, uh, who's been charged with sexual harassment for using the wrong pronouns. I, so man. we've got a grade schooler that's going to be charged with using the wrong pronouns, but we got a president that goes up and sniffs and feels everybody he gets next to and that's not sexual harassment <laughs> i mean no seriously think about this this is this is how far absurd and up down upside down this world has become that people can stand in front of burning buildings and say it's a peaceful protest and people can be let into washington by the security guards on videos and it's called an insurrection sure it is we have people who are yeah because they're so radical that they have to they just they don't even uh, truth doesn't even matter to them you know we got people now when asked the question do you think a man can have a baby let's say yes this and, and this isn't uh, what was it? what was that movie with Danny DeVito when he got pregnant or Arnold got pregnant? What was that movie way back when? You remember what I'm talking about? Uh, was it like something like Brothers or something? I don't know. Uh, no, it, they actually had one where one of them, a male, was pregnant. Yeah. Got pre and I think it was Arnold. 
but it, it's got to that kind of craziness. What used to be a movie is now reality. Well, it, and it, we, it, it, isn't you, that the same? And, yeah, I was just going to say, isn't that the same thing with Star Trek? You know, like the communicators and all that stuff. They said a lot of. <laughs> Go ahead, never mind me. I'm just making making silly statements. Oh, oh, oh no, that's that's the truth. And also, if you really want to see the movie that got it right, have you watched Demolition Man? Yes. Ah, the movie was. The movie was Junior was the movie where Arnold was pregnant and Danny DeVito was in it. Right. That that's clear back in the eighties. But Demolition Man, also written in that same time frame, has got so much correct right down to the toilet paper shortage. <laughs> because if you remember they laughed at him for not knowing how to use the three shells. And 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 then <laughs> He had sex with Sandra Bullock, but they didn't have sex. They used communicator heads because personal contact had been outlawed to stop the spread of disease. There you, there and you, you tell me we aren't running. We're running right down that track, man. We are, we are running right down that track. And it's really funny when you sit and you look at all this, you see the upside world we're living, upside down world we're living in. Mm -hmm. And we're being told that the economy is booming and that we're at full employment. Yet there are people are uh, the subprime lenders are again once again behind on all their payments on their houses. Uh, two thirds of Americans live bank uh, live payroll check to payroll check. Uh, personal debt is at a record high, and I'm sure that four dollars a gallon ain't going to change a thing as far as people's finances when you have to spend double your gas bill. Normally, it costs me a couple hundred bucks to come down here, but this trip is going to cost me over $500 in gas because it has reached that point of absurd. And we have a man in the White House who is responsible for nothing. I remember him famously having a speech where he said, the book stops here. This is what I'm responsible. And now he's not responsible. Putin's responsible. It's the stock market. It's not him. It's Rona. It's not him. And now they're coming around with another second round of the Rona where they're trying to scare people again. So they, if you were, I got a question. If you were going to try to destroy an economy, what would you do different than what we're doing now? Huh. I think what I would do is I'd, I wish they'd just get to it and quit putting it off and just go right ahead and issue martial law, you know, so that so that we have a, a good idea of, of what's really going to happen. I, I wish they would just say, that's it, we're implementing martial law, everybody stays in, nobody is allowed to go anywhere without uh, our approval, and, you know, you look at your local government, they're useless, you look at your state government, they're useless, the federal government essentially has stepped in and said, that's it. That's all. There ain't no more. We're not going to hide it any longer. You are now officially under martial law, and you will do as we say, when we say, how we say, where we say, and uh, that's the name of that tune. Well, that's how this road always goes, and that's what these people don't realize. The government, it's really funny that we had all these plants, these processing plants shut down, and all these problems, and all the chickens being destroyed, and they're saying that 
Well, that has nothing to do with the food shortage. It has everything to do with the food shortage. There's grain sitting in Ukraine that can't get out. That has something to do with We're in a world market, unfortunately. We have, we have taken so much farmland in this country and turned it into housing projects so the yuppies can drive into the city and work and then come back to their houses. So we have, we have destroyed much of the manufacturing base production base in this country and made us beholden to China for our microchips, beholden to other countries for our food. And that was all good because uh, it was a great idea. No, it was never a great idea. It's never a great idea to depend on somebody else for your living. That's never a great idea. And we used to be independent. We used to have a strong manufacturing base. That was a great job for people with just a high school diploma where they could make as much as our eggheads are making with their, their you know, expensive degrees. We had families. There was more families. Nobody wants to talk about this because it's supposed to be, you know, uh, whatever's whatever. But a strong family is a real basis to a successful child. That is why 80% of our prisons are populated by kids from single-family homes. Men have been kicked out of the household, whether you want to admit it or not. We've been called, the, we've been called every name in the book. Every commercial portrays us as stupid. We have nothing but toxic masculinity to give in our kids, and we should be ashamed of ourselves for giving them that. But it's that toxic masculinity that makes a man run into a fire, a man run into a disaster zone, and save people. But it's toxic masculinity for him to even have any kind of thought that, uh, you know, that he is a man. But if you're a woman or a transgender, you're supposed to be celebrated because we got to celebrate the women. we got to celebrate the transgender. But you men, you can go kick dirt and go live in the desert because we only need you once in a while. And that's what, it's, it's really funny how it's perfectly okay. Sorry about the noise outside. I'm in a hotel. That's all right. <laughs> it's perfectly okay. It's perfectly okay to slam men, denigrate men, cut men, chastise men, shame men. We have flipped, and we have flipped into a world where we're going to pay back everybody who had this supposed privilege, and we're going to pay them back by, by denigrating them, talking down to them, destroying their psyche, and saying that everything that is naturally them is what is wrong with the world. And so we have no leaders left. We have no men left. The world's collapsing. And I think I saw a meme, a meme one time that says, um, strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. <laughs> weak men create bad times. And you can't say that it's not true. It is something that is showing itself very heavily in the world today. Because there is no real leadership, there is a gigantic vacuum of leadership, and unfortunately, all of us will pay for it. Well, there's no doubt about that. So, in the last couple of days, I've talked on my radio program, and I've also talked on my TV program about people becoming more self-reliant, and people making sure that they're watching the warning signs and doing their research, much like what we're dealing with in regard to uh, baby formula. It's only going to get worse. And so immediately, what do they do? They pass a bill so that uh, people on government assistance can have a, uh, a more broader choice of 
getting, you know, the baby formula, the different types of baby formula, because they say, well, you know, low-income people are hit a lot harder when it comes to uh, purchasing baby formula. Well, here's your government again, extending their, their so-called hand, uh, helping hand. <laughs> and really what it's doing is it's just adding another string uh, to what these people that are on government assistance already have to uh, deal with and endure. Uh, if you receive government assistance, some people might think, you know, they've hit the gravy train. You know, they found the uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. All they're doing is being led down the path by who? The federal government. So I don't necessarily think that, you know, you do something like this and you give low-income families, uh, you know, more choices when it comes to baby formula, uh, I guess because, you know, you use your little card there uh, and you are only allowed maybe to purchase certain kinds or, 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 or however it works. But I think, you know, right now, everybody across the board is dealing with this. doesn't matter if you're high income, middle income, low income. If you go to the store and you're looking for baby formula, you can't find it. Uh, or maybe you can find it, but you can only buy so much of it. And here's the thing about all of this. Number one, don't be surprised at some point when more of these shortages start to hit that the government doesn't step in and say, oh, you know, uh, we need to start rationing food. Uh, and it's not going to be the kind of rationing that people did back in the day, let's say World War II, when we needed certain things for the war effort. It's the kind of rationing where, as I said earlier, why don't they just implement martial law and be done with it? Folks, this is a time you got to wake up, you got to pay attention, you have to start becoming more self-reliant. Danny said it, Ike says it, everybody that I know has said it at some point that we have to start being more personally responsible for ourselves, for our families, and so that when the when it hits the fan, that, uh, you know, instead of when they say, oh, you gotta, you're going to have to tighten your belt, well, yeah, I, I get that. You're going to have to tighten your belt. But rather than going five or six or seven notches, maybe you only have to go two or three because you're prepared and you're paying attention and you're watching what's going on. It doesn't make any difference who you are. It doesn't make any difference uh, the color of your skin, your religious beliefs, your political affiliation. It is going to hit us all. Now, some people will be able to deal with it. That's certainly true. But for the most part, the government is continuing to implement its stranglehold on the people of this country by the things you're doing. And you talk about the young boy who's going to be facing charges for using the wrong pronoun. Guess what? That is going to just continue to balloon and expand and blow up and and there'll be more people in jail probably for using the wrong pronoun as opposed to uh people who are using illegal drugs well true and here's another question uh what did we do before baby formula was invented i asked the very same question how did we make it this far before baby formula uh, whether it's powder whether it's liquid whatever Somehow, some way, people were able to overcome. Now, the FDA is recommending that people don't make their own baby formula because you may not include all the nutrients and or there may be contamination involved. So they're going to, much like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, there is a solution out there, right? And uh, they just passed, or, or, or the, the House here in the state of Missouri just passed uh, a bill, it's got to go before the governor to get a signature saying that doctors who prescribe ivermectin and or 
hydroxychloroquine cannot lose their license for doing so. And so we're trying to make a stand in this uh, state. You you guys better get out here and, 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 and get to, to your real home here in Missouri soon, Danny. But the point I'm trying to make here is across the board, whatever the case, we all need to start getting prepared and watching what's going on financially, economically, and certainly with all of these shortages because they're going to keep coming. And so they went right for the jugular when they started all this and said, well, there's a shortage on baby formula. They knew it last year. They knew it last year. And how many people even paid uh, attention to it last year? Not many, apparently, because these people are, as usual, all unprepared and crying, oh, help us, oh, help us. So what does the government do? They'll throw money at the problem. They'll come up with a task force, whatever, and just waste a lot of time, a lot of effort, and more importantly, a lot of tax dollars on something that should have been taken care of a long time ago. And now, now the Biden administration and the president himself finally realizes and understands that there is a baby formula shortage. And as far as a new press secretary, oh my Lord, isn't she a, uh, she's as bad or worse than the, the one that was just in there. Well, here's the, here's the thing, though, with the press secretaries. I don't care who you pick to put there. When you're defending stupidity, you sound stupid. Yeah, yeah. I don't care who you are. And they are defending stupidity because, see, there's another story. Well, we're talking about the baby food, mm-hmm. that there's a warehouse down in Texas so that the illegal immigrants who have babies can have baby formula yes, sir. and baby food. Yes, sir. And, and that certainly doesn't take it out of circulation in the regular markets, he says with a knowing grin and nod and wink, because this is planned. I'm serious. Go read, anybody go read Cloward Piven. Go read Cloward Piven, and you tell me what we're doing differently. We are destroying the dollar. We are bankrupting the country. We are creating shortages. We are creating social unrest. We will destroy the economy. We will destroy everything till the society collapses. Then we will declare martial law and we will install the form of dictatorship we've been trying to install since the late 90s when we started telling you to wear your safety belt, wear your helmet, don't eat this food, don't drink that. And only the government and big corporations who pay big taxes to the government can possibly be intelligent enough to make baby formula. And so since they are the only ones that can make it, we will endure the shortage when they can't make it. And you just tell your kids, sorry, son, no dinner tonight. (laughs) Danny Ellison is always my friend. You are uh, so on point with what you discuss. I appreciate it. The listeners appreciate it. And we hope to get you folks uh, coming to see, as you said, uh, I guess in September very soon. We're up against the clock, so I'm going to have to let you go. But uh, thanks. Stay safe and enjoy your uh, time in Florida. Well, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. I always uh, have a fun time coming on here. I I have a show um, on Mondays now on the Freedomizer Radio Network, which is 12 noon Eastern. So drop by and catch me out. It's Common Sense with the Educated Redneck. And you all have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. Thank you, sir. Glad that Danny gets some time away to enjoy a little vacay. 9.33, we've got Donna Swall from the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance coming up here at about 9.40. So let's get to our bottom of the hour information break on the key.
This is Bill Munhausen with a key opinion. The subject for today is housing and real estate, something that got on my radar during some recent campaign debates. The universal sentiment seems to be that the cost of real estate and rent is out of control and that government ought to do something about it. Even conservative candidates recommended such things as elected officials spearheading a task force, including builders, financiers, and civic leaders to determine how to produce affordable housing. What nonsense! Government won't solve the affordable housing problem because government caused it. The immediate problem is inflation and supply shortages, both caused by foolish federal policies. Inflation is causing prices of everything to increase, while business restricts the only expense they can control, employee pay. As a result, the salaries of normal working people lag behind the increasing cost of existing houses and rents and the increasing cost of building new housing. That means working people are finding it increasingly difficult to live here, and the economy of Lake of the Ozarks depends heavily on service workers. I read a post on social media blaming the high price of homes on greedy property owners trying to cash in on the home buying frenzy. There's some truth to that, but really homeowners are victims also. If you own a home and want to move, you need to sell your old home for market value in order to afford the new one. It's not so much greed as it is financial survival. The high cost of rental is also caused by economics because the owner of rental property is weighing two choices. Do they make a financial killing by selling at the new prices, or do they raise the rent in order to justify keeping the property as a rental? The home buying situation is personal for me. A few years ago, my wife and I moved into an apartment at Key Gathering Place so we could manage the day-to-day -day activities. Now that our board has decided to sell the property, we're thrust back into this crazy housing market. Thanks to a couple of unintended investments through the grace of God, we are in a good financial position, but money isn't everything. Availability becomes the next factor. It seems that everyone wants to move to Lake of the Ozarks, and they're willing to pay whatever it takes and secure a contract the same day a house is listed. Since there are no houses available, at least for any length of time so you can look at them, existing homeowners hesitate to list their homes because they may not be able to buy another one. So there are few houses on the market. What's the solution to affordable housing? It's certainly not government. In fact, I recommend that government officials consider relaxing regulations. Mobile homes have always been an affordable solution, but they are virtually banned in municipalities and private subdivisions where the people in charge fear that mobile homes will detract from appearance and property values. I sympathize with those fears, but blanket rulemaking also prohibits manufactured homes in neighborhoods where they would fit in quite nicely. We own such a home in downtown Lynn Creek, and it was one of the nicest homes in our neighborhood. Unfortunately, most towns forbid them. The truth is that Americans are ambivalent about affordable housing because most of us have used our investment in a home to get ahead financially. We need real estate values to rise so we can cash out and buy something nicer. The problem is we are about to cut out first-time homeowners by not providing entry-level homes. Home builders can't be expected to build cheap homes because their livelihood depends on the higher profit margin of more expensive homes. That means government has to stop prohibiting cheaper alternatives like mobiles and tiny homes. 
America's real estate market needs those first-time homeowners, and factory-built homes are a solution. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It's game two for the Blues and Avalanche tonight in their second-round playoff series. Colorado won the opener, and the Blues looking to bounce back tonight. Games three and four will be in St. Louis on Saturday and Monday. Game five goes back to Colorado next Wednesday, so it's back on the ice for the Blues tonight. As for college baseball, it's the last weekend of the regular season for Mizzou and MSU. Mizzou with a three-game series at Georgia, and then they go into the SEC tournament next week. The MSU Bears, 24-24 and 24 on the season. They finish out the regular season at Bradley, and then they play the Valley Conference Tournament next weekend. The big boys, Cardinals, busy in New York against the Mets today. Royals busy at home against the White Sox today. NASCAR weekend ahead. They will be in Texas with a big all-star race. Kurt Busch picked up the win at Kansas uh, yesterday. And remember, horse racing's triple crown, the second leg, goes this Saturday. It was Rich Strike winning the Kentucky Derby a couple of weeks ago with those 80-to-1 odds. Remember, he came back down the stretch and pulled out the huge upset win so uh, this Saturday it's the second leg of the Triple Crown and then uh, that's the Preakness this weekend then the Belmont will go June 11th and the Chiefs they've got some offseason workouts coming up May 25th and 26th as believe it or not they start working for the season ahead already hey you got to check out KB on TV, it's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows. And if you haven't checked out Lake TV on Facebook, you got to do that. With over 40,000 Facebook followers, Lake TV is something to see on Facebook. Got to check it out. You can check out Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Be a part of the solution. Join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, The Key. All right, folks, uh, weather-wise, the the, uh, severe thunderstorm warning has been allowed to expire. It was, in effect, for eastern Camden County until about 9, uh, I'm sorry, 945, and it has been allowed to expire. So we're out from under that, but the potential still exists for some more severe weather. Locally, strong thunderstorms, a few could contain very heavy rain. Especially this afternoon, potential for severe weather is uh, is pretty huge. And I will tell you this much right now, uh, talking to uh, some of the folks that uh, had to drive through this stuff, it was uh, all of a sudden nothing, and then it was on it. Heavy rain, high winds, maybe even some uh, reports of hail. So uh, don't mess with this sort of thing. If you were out and about, I think one of the best things you can do is obviously if you're driving, slow down. Uh, if you can, find a place and pull over and, as they say, ride the storm out. And then uh, we'll just kind of keep an eye on the weather. But 83 the high today, 73 the low tonight. But, uh, again, the potential for more severe weather does exist on the day. We don't say that to scare you. We say that to make sure that you are aware so that you can take the proper precautions. Partly cloudy and 89 
uh, tomorrow, 69 with thunderstorms on Saturday, cloudy and 66 on Sunday, cloudy and 67 on Monday, showers on Tuesday, by Wednesday of uh, next week, some morning showers, and 71 for the high on the 25th. Then we start to see the warm-up kind of kick in a little bit here, 78 Thursday, 82 Friday, uh, 83 Saturday, 87 on Sunday, and 89 degrees expected with a partly cloudy sky on Memorial Day. It is 942, and she is joining us, and glad to have her here as always, the one and only Miss Donna Swall with the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance. Donna, thanks for uh, letting me uh, talk a little bit about the weather there, but uh, we want to take some time and talk with you and find out what's new and exciting and what's up with Loa. Well, I'll tell you what, KB, we certainly got a lot going on, and I thank you very much for allowing us to come on and share it with the folks. Absolutely. Uh, boy, yesterday, thank, thank goodness we're doing our water study for the summer, and it's every Wednesday, and we had a wonderful day yesterday. Thank goodness <laughs> we're not out there today collecting yeah. that water. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. For sure. We have uh, May 21st, which is this Saturday. We're going to have a community uh, recycling and waste collection event. Mm -hmm. And um, most of the time, it's either in Camdenton or over in Osage Beach. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, we had one at Woods in Sunrise Beach, and we had over 100 cars, very successful. And for the first time, Lowe is involved in one for Morgan County. And so this event will be up there in uh, Versailles, and it's going to be at 201 West Newton. And any kind of large debris that your curbside trash pickup won't take, uh, old furniture. Uh, we even have uh, a facility that if you want to bring to uh, have kind of a swap where you bring in clothes or good things and people can come and look and swap and trade. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're going to take tires, but there's a $2 charge for the tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the electronics the big appliances, all of those things, all free, no no charge. And it's going to be from 8 in the morning, 4 o'clock. Right on. Well, that sounds uh, like just exactly what you need. And uh, when you talk about swapping things for, pe- for with people, if you wouldn't wear it yourself, probably not a good idea to bring it to, to swap out with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. However, we will have great big roll-offs to take just, you know, debris, trash. And uh, any of the big stuff that you've got that you want to get rid of, like big carpets or just anything that you need to get rid of, clean your place up, get ready for spring, why, we'll take it. Outstanding, outstanding. And and I understand you're looking for volunteers for this event as well. We can always use another set of helping hands. Uh, There won't be any heavy lifting. We'll have machinery, you know, to lift like the appliances, et cetera. But you might be directing traffic or helping to unload a car. uh, And you will get a free lunch, free T-shirt, water, uh, meet new people, have a fun day. Hot dog. And, again, that's coming up uh, this Saturday, the 21st. Uh, on Newton Street in Versailles from 8 until 4, the Morgan County Community Recycling and Waste Collection event. If you don't want it, they'll take it. And they'd uh, well, actually love to have a little help in the process. So if you'd like to get involved, I'm sure, as always, you can call Donna directly at 573-434-4400. Does that, uh, does that sound right? That's exactly right on target. Well, thank you. It's better to be lucky than good. That's mm-hmm. what I always say. Uh, what else is going on? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we really do have a lot. Uh, June 4th, I'm still LOA, our nonprofit, to keep us going. 
uh, one of the events that we do to raise funds is lake race. Mm-hmm. And we do the safety and the patrol boats, and I'm in, I, I need five boats. So if we have some responsible captains out there that want a front row seat to the race, uh, please give me a buzz, or you can go online to our website. But, uh, again, those folks, the crew, uh, will get a lake race T-shirt. They'll get lunch, water. Uh, we will provide a tall flag for each boat to be in their zone with a number on it. And they patrol back and forth in their zone to keep the spectators back. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a business and you have a flyer and you want to hang it on your boat, there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands, of spectators that can see you out there. So uh, feel free to do that. Uh, maybe as an extra benefit for your time and effort and helping us to keep the lake race safe. Um, anyway, I, we do need to get them lined up, though, so if you want to call me or website, either one, uh, really appreciate hearing from you. All right, then. Okay, that's June 4th. Then we're going to roll right into June 11th, which is our next kayak meetup. And Lowe's been doing this for about 15 years, and it's at Haha Tonka Spring. Mm-hmm. The kayaks are free and the pack. And the life jackets. We actually, Master Naturalists come and volunteer and they help folks get in and out of the kayaks. We keep it safe. Everyone that has joined us over the 15 years has just had a ball out there in the spring. It's a no wake cove, so you don't have to worry about uh, larger boats. And it, it's just so beautiful. And we want people to be aware. You know, Loa's mission is to keep the lake healthy. And we want people to wear, get down on that water and uh, to be able to appreciate, uh, you know, the the beauty of the lake and, and the water and why we do the things we do to keep it clean. So kayak meetup is going to be every second Saturday all summer. So the next one coming up is June 11, and we'll be there at 830 in the morning until noon. That's Sounds a like a winner. That, that's a that's a that's a good time. Yep, yep. If you can find a kayak a kayak big enough for me and you can find a crane to lower me into that kayak, I'm all about it. We've got one. We'll see you Saturday the 11th. <laughs> Goodness gracious, No, really no. and truly. Uh, okay, moving right along. We have, and this is so important, we're inviting the senators and state representatives and uh, commissioners and anyone in government as well as business owners and residents of the lake to please, please, Take a moment, mark your calendar for June 23rd. We're going to have a watershed management plan stakeholder meeting. And what we're doing is we are updating the watershed plan for the lake, <clears throat> which the two approved plans that we've had have been from the dam to the 19-mile marker, where we've been able to share over $2 million in grant money that we've brought to the lake, mm-hmm. helping folks around the lake to implement uh, projects in there on their property to keep the lake healthy and the water around their dock better well we're going to move now from the 19 mile marker we're going to go all the way up the gravoy up to indian creek and then up to the 42 mile marker so this is the opportunity for the folks of the lake to have their input in what we write in this plan that's going to affect the lake for the next 10 years so it's going to be june 23rd at noon it's going to be at the encore lakeside grill and bar they've been so gracious as to host us and uh, we hope to get a lot of good information out to the folks as to what we've accomplished. And uh, we know we have a healthy lake. You know, that's why we're still out there monitoring it every Wednesday. And uh, we have got good results from last year showing the lakes in good shape. 
and I'm confident that we're going to show the same thing this year. But it's important that we grow, but we need to grow smart so we keep the lake healthy as we as we go along. So yeah. please put it on your calendar and come. And if you have any questions, uh, feel free to call me, and I'll be glad to talk to you about what we're doing in the watershed plan. Well, again, that's 573-434-4400. And that will get you a, a direct line to Donnaswall from the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance. Always staying busy. Always keeping the future of our lake in mind. That is their top priority. And there's a lot of different ways that you can get involved. You can volunteer for individual events. You can become a water tester, I would imagine, if uh, if uh, they need that somewhere around the Lake of the Ozarks. You can uh, be a part of these uh, very important uh, uh, meetings, uh, getting together to talk about the preservation of our lake, which Donna is uh, indeed so so very very important. Absolutely. Uh, another event, and finally uh, coming up is going to be the Niagara Darter, which we haven't been able to do for a couple of years, mm -hmm. and uh, that's July sixteenth. And we'll get more information out about this later. But uh, there is a registration fee. We have to ensure you. Uh, we do provide a really cool-looking shirt, uh, and, of course, you'll uh, get a little donation decal from us that says, doing my part to keep the lake healthy, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a little bit of a donation that will come to Loa, but it's mostly get folks, again, out on that river, having fun. It's not a race. It's just a fun run. Bring your own food, and we stop at bars, you know, little sandbars on the way down. And uh, it's set to go off at Whistlebridge, however safety is most important so we may go off at riverbird which is the old costa de loco area we know that uh if there's a lot of debris depending on the rain and the nature of the river uh, we might start at riverbird instead of whistle but all of that will be coming in the future gotcha well it sounds again like uh, the calendar the agenda is very busy for the lake of the ozarks watershed alliance and we certainly appreciate you taking time, Donna. Thank you, as always, for reaching out to me anytime you need some airtime. You've always got it here. We'll uh, we'll get you in here to talk about the good things that you're doing. And, you know, it's another one of those opportunities. Maybe people don't realize it. it uh, it's something that you talked about earlier that, uh, you know, it's a good way to make friends. Maybe you're new to the area. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you'd like to continue helping out around the lake. This organization does a whole lot of good stuff and, again, truly looks out for the overall preservation of our lake for future generations. So thank you, ma'am. Have a wonderful day. And if you need, something, if you need something, give me a holler. Thank you. And you're so appreciated, KB, and keeping us safe today with this crazy-looking sky out there. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stay safe, Don, and we'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Bye-bye. All right. Donna Swall at 9.52 as we wrap up our conversation again. Uh, yeah, we had a little bit of uh, fuzz in there this morning. Some clicking and clacking and some static and the like. But uh, all in all, not too terribly bad. We got it uh, under control and we were able to hear from Donna. I again, if you have questions about anything that they've got going over there, at uh, the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance, you just give her a call, 573-434-4400. One of those numbers that's a little easier for me to remember because it's got a bunch of threes and fours in it. 573-434-4400. We've got uh, a few minutes here, and i got to tell you, folks, uh, as I said earlier, we're planning on 
going out and doing a shoot at the Swinging Bridge in Brumley today. Myself and Bill Mulder and uh, my awesome, awesome, awesome producer, Megan Albers. She is uh, amazing at what she can do and what uh, she makes happen on What's Burning and for Lake TV in general. I mean, she is just uh, very knowledgeable, very, very smart, very experienced. And, and for a, a person of her young stature, uh, she is just on the ball all the time. And I really enjoy working with her and all the folks over there, the master of disaster, Uncle Chris, Chris Schneider, of course, uh, William Holtz, uh, Andrew Evans, Ricky Smith, and more members of the crew. We're actually uh, we're, we're beefing it up because we've got so much going on now that we need more people to help us out. And so I would uh, highly recommend checking out what we do if you'd like to be a sponsor of uh, some of the programming. They'd love to hear from you. Talk to uh, William Holtz directly. Or you can uh, also uh, get a hold of me, uh, kb at mylaketv.com, kb at mylaketv.com. Maybe you have a uh, a thought, a topic, an idea, something you'd like to see happen on Lake TV. Well, it's a great way to do it. And I also encourage you to tell your friends and neighbors about Key Radio, if you would, please. We are the new kids on the block, and i got to tell you, we love it. We are loving the daylights out of it, the reception that we are getting from the community uh, because we are focused on the community. We talk about the community, especially on The Daily Show. Bill Munhausen heading up the uh, the charge, if you will, and we are all set and ready to go and uh, having some fun along the way. This, is, this has been a fun opportunity to kind of get out of the, the daily grind that I was in before and uh, meet new people and uh, see some of my old friends and make new friends, certainly. But, again, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, 89.3, keyradio.live, or you can get us on your phone, take us with you anywhere at, uh, let's see, the Android phones. You folks use the Google Store. The uh, iPhones use the App Store. But we have free apps And the nice thing about those free apps is that, guess what? That's right, they're free, absolutely free. You don't uh, have to pay a dime for them. So you go to whatever store suits you, depending on your phone, and then the next thing you know, you type in Key Radio, K-E-Y-K, Key Radio, K-E-Y-K, and boom, there you are, folks. Just that simple. (laughs) Just that simple. Uh, what else is going on uh, statewide? I mentioned earlier, and I guess it's worth repeating, that uh, Missouri, uh, there's a Missouri bill, they passed it uh, in the House on the 12th, that prevents doctors being disciplined if they prescribe ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine for COVID. Because we know what it was, you know, there's only one way to do things, and that's by taking the vaccine. There's only one way to go. And anybody who tries to buck the system, guess what? You're going to get an earful. We might even take away your medical license. But not here in Missouri. The uh, House passed the bill 130, 130 to 4. It is HB 2149, passed both chambers on May 12th. And it's on its way to the governor's office. I do not know why in the world this governor would not sign that bill. I cannot uh, tell you what he's thinking about it. But I certainly would not understand him rejecting it or saying, nope, 
or whatever needs to be done, 130 to 4, that's a pretty strong, very strong sign. And it reads like this, the board shall not deny, revoke, or suspend, or otherwise take any disciplinary action against a certificate of registration or authority, permit, or license required by this chapter for any person due to the lawful dispensing, distributing, or selling of ivermectin tablets or hydroxychloroquine sulfate tablets for human use in accordance with prescriber directions, reads the draft of the bill. It adds a pharmacist shall not contact the prescribing physician or the patient to dispute uh, the use of uh, ivermectin tablets or hydroxychloroquine sulfate tablets for human use unless the physician or patient inquires of the pharmacist about, uh, you know, if these things are going to work or not. If you want ivermectin, if you want hydroxychloroquine, you can get it in the state of Missouri, and the physician that prescribes it is not going to catch any flack for doing so. Of course, critics of the bill have noted that the Food and Drug Administration has uh, not given approval for usage of the drugs. Now, okay, here we go with the Food and Drug Administration. Okay, Food and Drug Administration steps out of the way so we can uh, get Operation Warp Speed in place and produce these vaccines. They don't have to jump through all the hoops. They don't have to go through all the rigmarole because we need the vaccine. FDA now says, guess what? If you make your own baby formula, you might be causing problems for the infant. They say, don't do it. Don't do it. They're not prohibiting people from doing it. But I would imagine if a case ended up in court and it was found that the parent or parents decided they wanted to do homemade baby food and the child had any residual effects like the child died, those people would be ostracized. And then, of course, you've got the FDA saying that uh, they have not given approval for usage of the drugs ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And why do you think that is? Folks, we'll end on a, uh, a high note here.